Howdy folks, my name is David Utari and I'll be your host for this podcast and periodically we're going to have some friends and some associates, some other folks, but uh, I want to jump in right away and just say thank you for taking the time and uh, being part of this. The desire for this podcast primarily involves spiritual growth and without a doubt focuses in on the heart of God the Father and his kingdom and so Straight out of the gate, I want to let you know that I believe that you're listening to this because of divine appointment. Either you're already a person who is just so interested in hearing more and growing more in relationship to God and in functioning as a citizen of his kingdom, or for some reason you're just being drawn to this. And if you're just being drawn to this, it's by divine appointment. No one can come to God except they're being drawn by God. Jesus said that no one can come to him except the Father would draw him to him, draw them to him. And so, in that respect, you, like the rest of us, are being drawn to this particular podcast. You're hearing it for a reason. If not for the first time in your life, then at other times you've been hearing things like this. And I just want to encourage you to open up your heart and your mind because you are going to be blown away. And for the rest of us, hey man, we all need growth. We all need to be reminded. And this is a great opportunity. This isn't the thing. This is one of many things that are available to us. And so might as well use it, right? Right. So anyway, a little bit of my story. Uh, I am a person who has been involved in things regarding the kingdom for approximately 40 years. And... There have been some times where it has been just absolutely powerful. And then there have been some other times where it's been like nothing. And it goes with the territory. And right now, there is a significant surge that's going on inside of my heart and inside of my mind. And I'm not alone. This is something that seems to be happening around the world. And it appears to be a design of God. And so uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story. And then uh, I'm going to share some things from the scripture and lay the table for some up-and-coming events and some broadcasts that we're going to be presenting. But first of all, as I said, my name is David Hutari. I live in Jacksonville, Florida, and this is a podcast that's about 25 years in the making. In 1995, give or take, I was praying on a Sunday morning And I was a pastor of a vineyard church in St. Paul, Minnesota, and things were going along pretty cool, and I felt like 
stuff was going on and uh, stuff meaning we were seeing people that were being impacted by the power of God. Worship was seeming alive, just coming alive. And um, people loving each other and loving God, it was pretty good. But there were some things that were going on in the background that seemed to be like rumblings of some trouble. And like anything, you know, you got to deal with it. But by and large, things were going well. And it was, like I said, a Sunday morning. And I was praying with a group of other people. And while I was praying, like a vision happened in front of me. And I was looking at it, and it was a vision of a old city, like a city that had walls around it. And um, the walls were just crumbling down, and they kept crumbling and crumbling and crumbling, and the dust was rising, and Pretty soon it was just the place was devastated. And I was looking at it, and as the dust began to settle, there was one person that was standing, and it was Jesus. And he was standing, he was looking, and he looked at me, and he said that he was enough. He was like, I'm sufficient. And then I understood that that city was really a picture of my life and the things that I had involved myself in and that the Lord was going to systematically allow that to come undone. And it really shook me up. I didn't know if it was something I had done wrong, if it was something that I just didn't know. And so I shared it with a couple other people and um, then just kept doing my own, doing what was going on and... Uh, Things seemed to be going along, and then without any warning, seemingly without any warning, there was uh, this trouble started happening in fellowship where it started out with some rumors, and then it, the rumors turned really vicious and turned into gossip. Now, gossip sounds like that's what people do around a knitting circle, and they tell stories about each other, and it's just kind of a nuisance, not really a thing. I gotta tell you, gossip is one of the most destructive things that can happen. It's as destructive as adultery. It's as destructive as any other event that you can think of when it really takes hold because it spreads like wildfire. It spreads like mercury. You ever try to get mercury, a ball of mercury, and if you hit it, it turns into like a hundred different little balls of mercury? That's gossip, man. It's just crazy stuff. Anyway, this gossip started going just wild and good relationships were getting torn apart and people were lies were being spoken and half-truths and just it was almost impossible to get a hold of this thing to the point that people started leaving the church and not wanting to come to a gathering because of that. And understandably so. And so the church went from a few hundred people down to just a few people and that even started to get to be very difficult. And I recall one day that uh, I had this impression from, I believe it was from God at the time, that, you know, he just wanted to close the doors. He wanted to turn the lights off. He wanted to have us no longer be a fellowship. And so I talked to some of the people that I was accountable to and Oddly enough, some of them agreed, and some didn't, but some agreed. And so we 
took our time to really go about what would be the best way to do that. And so, make a long story short, we ultimately did it and closed down the fellowship. And I determined that I was going to be a person that was going to help other places with their fellowship, their pursuit of God. And it looked like everything was going along really cool in that regard. And then that not only dried up, but just seemingly again took a different turn. And finally one day an individual came up to me real casually and just asked if he could spend some time with me. And I said, sure. And we sat down in his truck and he looked at me, he goes, I have a word for you. I have a word for you. And I'm like, oh, brother, <laughs> I had a, if I had a nickel, every time I heard someone say that they had something from God to give to me. So I politely said, okay. And as he began to talk, his truck was just flooded with what felt like liquid love in God. And it was very thick and very real. And he looked at me and he goes, God's going to be putting you on the shelf for a while. And no matter what you do, you're going to be on that shelf. And it's not because you're doing anything wrong. It's because the Lord wants to do some things. And when it comes time for you to get out of the shelf, what you're going to be involved in is going to be more significant than what you were involved in before, but it's going to be different. And then he was finished and stuff in his, that presence in his cab lifted and I walked away and I was somewhat shook up, but I just kind of took it in my heart and finished what I was doing. And well, my life from that point on took one of the most bizarre turns that happened to, <laughs> I come to find out I'm not alone. It's happened to a lot of people, but it was though I had the plague. It was as though I had the plague. Relationships began to just dwindle, and I became a very alone, lonely individual. And to be frank with you, I had become rather disillusioned and angry and somewhat bitter and I reverted back to some behavior that I am certainly not proud of but I nonetheless took it upon myself to uh, begin drinking very heavily and uh, the whole lifestyle that goes along with that to the point that it nearly did me in and all the while, I still had a desire to serve God and would do my best to share things about God, but nothing. I was no longer in the ministry. I was no, I, I ended up moving from Minnesota to Florida. I became a person that was really not only in the background, but basically a completely unknown individual, which on one hand, that's a good thing. On the other hand, it was really a very painful thing. And so... Time went on, and uh, the year 2020 took place. And I had been minding somewhat my own business one day, and my life was really in a difficult spot still. And I uh, was on a kind of a foul mood kick for a minute, and while that was happening this voice rose up inside of me 
I recognized it to be the voice of the Lord. And he said, okay, it's over. It's time up. Come off the shelf. It's time for you to come off the shelf. And within just literally hours of that, my desire to drink was gone. I had been to rehab over 10 times, working hard to get rid of something that was hook, line, and sinker part of my life for 25 years. A lot of other things had transpired, but the drinking was really the most devastating dynamic of it. And proof in the pudding was that the desire, the taste, and the lifestyle of that was gone in a moment. To this day, it's gone. And as a result of that as well, the doors for the kingdom ministry have begun to open up again and again and again. And my talking with you right now on this podcast is proof of that. The number of people that will be receiving this is really not the primary concern of my life. It's not a numbers game. It's not a money game. In fact, this is a free podcast. It's going to remain a free podcast. Not because money is bad, but because money has been misused, it's got a bad reputation, it's turned a lot of people away, and I don't want to be a part of that for this podcast. So you're not going to hear about it. You're going to hear a lot of other things, but not that. And I hope that that's a point of encouragement, not discouraging anyone from giving to a place that they give to and who they give to and how they give. Give, baby, give. But here, it's going to be free. And so, hopefully that will open up the door for you to hear things and to really be encouraged in the future. Once again, the book of John is a powerful book, and that's where I'm getting a lot of my material from, my material, call it material, my insights from, not just for this podcast, but for me personally. And the fact of the matter that God is initiating things, that's the primary point right now. We're not doing the initiating. God is doing the initiating. He is leading the dance we're following. And as a result of that, things are going to be happening. And the Spirit lands on Jesus. Always has, always will. He lands on those things that are dedicated to the Lord, that look like the Lord, that are of the Lord, that is the truth, that is the truth, that's the way it is. And we need the power of God's Spirit to function and to be who we're called to be. Without that, we're just an organization or a group of individuals trying to do good things, and that's all right, but it's not the kingdom of God. So here we are, Lord, as your people and as those who are becoming your people. Let your kingdom come, Father. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for your love Thank you for your life. Thank you for what has taken place, what is taking place, and what will take place in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.